Welcome to the Floor News Edition. We are going to be diving into the latest news of all your favorite worlds from uh, fantasy like Lord of the Rings and Game of the Thrones to uh, sci-fi like 40K and, of course, uh, DC. So this is uh, coming uh, in the next few weeks. We're going to be doing our introduction to DC and our introduction to DC, the animated universe. Uh, so start getting ready for that. We will probably re-release some of the uh, introduction to comic episodes as those will be relevant to both DC and Marvel when we did that. Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing, so good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended, you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. For the moment, let's dive into probably the biggest controversy, which is Witcher. There is uh, a lot going on in the Witcher universe. Blood Origins dropped Mm -hmm. in late December and blew up. It tanked hard in the ratings, scoring 8% with audiences. Oh, it was a mess. Uh, So as a lot of people pointed out, there was a lot of debate about what we might get with Blood Origins. But what we ended up getting was just a random fantasy story with like two events tacked on to claim that was part of the Witcher world. It did not follow Witcher lore. It was not very much in the. Well, like they got the monsters wrong. Vein of the Witcher. I mean, it it essentially changed some of the Witcher lore pieces because Witchers, we know, were humans who were transformed into witchers by human mages at the College of Risberg. And in Blood Origins, witchers were elves long before the conjunction of spheres. So, like mm. I said, they re- they were rewriting lore. And, and so it's... Is really this why was- Henry Cavill left? You heard about this? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, this yeah. is all conjecture, but in my personal opinion... <laughs> This is exactly why Henry Cavill left. Well, Cavill was known for making statements like, I wish they would stay truer to the source material. And as we all agreed with. And and, I mean, as we get into it, when we get to Witcher season two, you will see just how far they strayed. Like in the Witcher one, there's a few points where they strayed, but they were, you know, it was a lot of it was still what was in the books. But when we get to season two, there's a lot of variants going on there. And we know that Cavill really loved the books and the games. And since since the beginning of filming, he has voiced his concern on this. And mm-hmm. like I said, with Blood Origin, we basically see Netflix throwing the lore out the window, doing whatever they want, and then slapping a Witcher name on it by adding like one or two events. 
Gotcha. So with now we do know that there is a spinoff for Cirilla and the rats. And the question is, after the blow up of Blood Origin in Netflix face, you know, will that continue? Um, you know, and a, a lot of the fans of The Witcher are frustrated. I think this is uh, to come back to, to Henry Cavill's point about sticking to the source material is that that is what the fans love. And when you vary from that for whatever reason, you can turn away those fans. And well, so, so if I may, the the Witcher books and ga- the bi- Witcher games came out because the books were adored, and the and the games were slightly different than the books, but they were still they still had that heart and soul feel to it. Yeah, still and had that DNA to it. Yes, and, and they added their own twist, so it wasn't the exact same. It was like how in DC. You have Superman, but you also have Superboy, who's half Superman because he's his clone, but he's still unique. Mm-hmm. So I just want to talk about my universe for a second. Okay. So, but yeah. So, so I mean, there is a lot of, of question. Um, you know, we will get The Witcher season three, and we will see how that goes this year. With the with the huge success of season one of The Witcher, it looks like this was going to be Netflix's Game of Thrones. Just very successful branching fantasy spawning spinoffs and just but then with it with the first spinoff blood origins it just blew up in their face well to wrap up my point before you kindly uh, <laughs> let me get some air uh, was that they what, what i was talking about is you had the books the the movies and the first season that was adored because they stuck close enough to keeping that DNA, they had a guaranteed fan base. Yeah. And they decide to go off on something they thought might be good, but they had no data to prove it. And and that's where I think. And now they do. So the question now at this point is, what are they going to do with that data that they just got? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the Netflix Witcher universe is, uh, we don't know what's going to happen, how things will go. Um, there is promise that season three will be truer to, uh, to the books and the games, but uh, we'll see how that goes. So uh, another point uh, of information in the Witcher world is uh, the game had a really big update, but this was graphical, moving to next-gen graphics, introducing some other things. Some of these features will be specific to the PlayStation, and the Xbox won't be getting all of them. And then, of course, if you play PC, you can have everything. So, yeah, so that was uh, a, a big thing. And, and the people who said, said, you know, it was a beautiful game before, and now it is just stunning. So what you're telling me is I should probably play it just for for work reasons. For <laughs> work reasons. So, yeah, so that's there. Uh, moving into D&D, uh, there is a licensing crackdown. So there's a lot of stuff that is, I guess, kind of free use within the D&D stuff. But they are they do want reporting now uh, if anybody is using this, this uh, D&D supplementary materials, the D&D name, any of that. And then if you cross the $750,000 line, they they want to cut. And so that was a big announcement coming from D&D is that crackdown on licensing and required reporting and different things like that. And so like this would include like Vox Machina, right? Uh, Vox Machina, I believe, uh, is, is like directly licensed. So I think this is really coming down to like the DMs Guild. Right. Where as a whole, that website and organization is bringing in a lot of money. From, you know, just uh, homebrew stuff being posted up there and whatnot. And so mm-hmm. I think that's that's probably the biggest name that's going to come up in this crackdown. But there are definitely going to be others. 
So, and then of course, uh, there were five proposed game in early development using D&D mechanics and rule sets that have been canceled. However, Baldur's Gate 3, it will be coming out this August. Uh, the finished version, not, Ooh. not betas, not, not testing, but like mm. Baldur's Gate 3, August 2023 is what we're looking at. So, okay. Uh, we've got a new, uh, D&D book, A Brawler Bandit Brigand Bard, uh, with a host of NPCs for people to use, just, uh, extra material there of pre-created, uh, detailed NPCs. And then we have, uh, Vox Machina season two coming out January 20th. And Amazon has ordered two more seasons of the Critical show. We're not oh, wow. talking about, we're not talking about Vox Machina on the show. Like I, I get to watch it when it comes out. You know what? Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones. Um, so we, so HBO has a developer, which is S- Starling Inc. Um, and at one point they had eight Game of Thrones projects listed as in development. And that has been reduced to two, which is House of the Dragon and Dunk and Egg. And so we don't know what that means for the Jon Snow spinoff. For the House of the Baratheon, it's very possible that these have been moved to other developers, but it's also possible that these have been canceled. Wait, so, real quick, what's a dunk and egg? So uh, Martin wrote a novel, which is intended to be a series uh, about a hedge knight named Dunk and his squire named Egg. I've read it. Okay. Uh, the first probably chapter and a half, you're like, this just feels like stock fantasy. And then it becomes... A George R. R. Martin book and is fantastic after that moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stick and, around for chapter. And so, three. yeah. So Duncan Egg, I'm excited to see. I love the book. It was, it was great. Like, uh, I, I definitely neglected projects while I was reading it because it really <laughs> pulled me in. All uh, right. That's a good review. Yeah. That's good yeah. To hear. So we got an update from George R. R. Martin on the winds of winter. He's saying is about uh, 75% done, but uh, who knows what that means, right? It's been <laughs> years and years. Uh, since since we have uh, heard from that, um, and then uh, in, in nothing new in Lord of the Rings, Brandon Sanderson, there was a scam giveaway on Facebook where they were just collecting users' data for for a giveaway for one of his newer books. Uh, he announced um, that it's a scam, but uh, and and uh, you know this, these may pop up more often. But the point is, if the, you see a giveaway from for his books, check his website. Uh, just because there have been this, this scam has popped up. And if you might need to go check your stuff, if you've recently clicked yes. on a giveaway, if you've recently submitted for a giveaway for a Brandon Sanderson book, I'll be yep. right back. And that's it for, for my universes. For my universes, first off, I want to go over things I was wrong about last month. Um, I mentioned two posters for the uh, TV series and the movie for Aliens coming out. I don't think they're real. I've been hoodwinked by the internet. Here's <laughs> the internet for your misinformation, but also thank you for the exercise in how to prove to oneself what is real. Moving on, I'm going to talk about Henry Cavill, a.k.a. Geralt Clark Kent. He has stepped away from both of these roles. Uh, he's dabbled both in fantasy and so superheroes. He, he left my universe. He left Joe's universe, universe, and he has come to my side of the floor. Come back, Henry! <laughs> <laughs> like a love triangle over here. And uh, in his own words, is a, a, a lifelong goal of his. He worked with Amazon, Game Workshop, and Vertigo. 
And he is going to get to create his first live action TV series in the Warhammer 40k universe. Okay, I'm not um, even mad. Um, yeah, this is uh, producing yeah. and starring as a space marine. I assume working for the Imperium with an oath to Sigmar. This will be a TV series that will be coming out. And when when they went to go buy the rights for this. They, they didn't just buy the rights for what they needed for this TV series. They bought all the rights. Whoa. And so Amazon like, now owns 40K. They are like, we are going to launch a franchise here. Henry Cavill, will you be our shepherd? Yeah. Okay, just wow. make sure that whoever the writers are understand Henry Cavill is, is above you. I don't care what title <laughs> is. Because if you ruin another universe... With Henry Cavill carrying <laughs> your bad writing, <laughs> like they all get these chips on their shoulder because their their show's doing well. It's like no, it's Henry Cavill is healing any miswriting. It's all good. Like the DC movie, like the Man of Steel was so dark, but that was the best live action Superman I think most people have ever seen. It was pretty good. It was solid. I I agree. It was it was just a little insanely dark for you know the the Boy Scout, the Man in Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh on the radar for more 40k stuff that we might be getting is uh Frank Spotnitz, uh known for producing the TV series of X-Files and Man in High Castle. Uh he's <laughs> been working on a project in the 40k universe, Eisenhorn. Uh he announced this back in 2019 that he was working on it, and this might be the flame that he needs to make this come to life. Yeah. Eisenhorn is a heretic inquisitor who initially debuted in the novels, whose adventure brings him face to face with a very big widespread of the different elements and horrors found throughout the, the 40K universe. Those are some exciting things coming up. Uh, cyberpunk. Uh, it not just got nominated, but won Steam Awards. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it won the Labor of Love. So can you tell me more about that award? I was kind of like, what exactly is the Labor of Love Award? What does that guess? mean? Go, go ahead, Aaron. I, I, I want to I say that it's, it's because it was so bad when it came out. <laughs> everybody had to refund it. And so they, not knowing if they would make their money back from spending a bunch of time on it, fixing it, went back and just updated it because they felt wronged and bad and lost a bunch of money. Uh, for not producing what you know they had promised to their fans, and then when it came back out and it was amazing, they labored with love. <laughs> right, right. This is an award really given to the developers. Right, it came out, it was so glitchy, and they stuck with it. Mm. They stuck with it hard. You know, they they were constantly working on all these, and and then reaching you know that ninety percent approval rate, and then having it paired with the cyberpunk edge runners coming out, getting that whole new fan base rising to the tops of the charts of the Steam number one. You know, I think it reached number eight. My hit number six. I, I'll have to check. But they were up against Dota Two, Deep Rock Galactic, No Man's Sky, and Project Zomboid. Um, all of these were games that were, they're highly invested in their users right? and and working with the communities that they're in. And in fact, there's, there's quite a bit of backlash 
from uh, especially uh, Deep Rock Galactic, No Man's Sky, and Dota 2. The fans of those are... Raging. I was going to say, like, is, being familiar with Deep Rock Galactic, like, that is a labor of love. The developers put a lot into from that. day yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 so, and, and that's an indie project, right? Whereas Cyberpunk is, is corporate. It's Project Big Red. Big studio, yeah. You know, CD Project Red. I just want to so, point out, even though I guessed exactly right what labor of love means, does not mean that I agreed with the fact that they earned it. This is a, a user-based voting system. This, this is not a judge system. This is go and vote. And, right, and that's that's how it tallies up. Yeah. So I, I do think sense, edge runners is what pushes them over the edge, right? Yeah, they, they uh, none of these other guys had a TV show come out that close, right? We we have some Dota, Blood of the Dragon. Ah, oh, I forget what it's called. Anyways, but Dota's yeah, right. got its own show. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that was big news. It's controversial. If you want to go argue with people on the internet, plenty of them are. Oh happy. yeah, get out there, fight them. Yeah. <laughs> or or just play the devil's advocate don't <laughs> fight for your game man <laughs> all right more uh cyberpunky news james cameron on the smartless podcast responded to a question are you afraid of ai uh that he talked that he is in talks to create another Terminator movie and that he would focus more on artificial general intelligence rather than just evil robots. Mm. So we might be getting some more Terminator stuff that's more closely to a, a network system, uh, perhaps more cyberdyne being in our phones or something. Uh, it's hard to say, right? He didn't go into those details. I'm speculating. Right. Um, and then in some alien news, uh, Fade Alvarez's movie now has a working title. That is Alien Romulus. Uh, and it's scheduled to start shooting. It's a werewolf? Romulus? Werewolf? Isn't that, isn't that what uh, Lupin's last name was? Romulus, Romulus is uh, Romulus and Remus, founders of Rome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, uh, there's... Uh, Remus is the one who became the werewolf. No, they're uh, raised by wolves. Raised by wolves. Yeah, it's it's the story of how Rome started. It's a yeah. fable. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're. And Romulus loses. Well, okay. Well, there, there's I found where I was wrong today. <laughs> um, we also have an actress, uh, Phoebe Waller. Phoebe Waller Bridge. She's known for the BBC series Fleabag. She will be playing an android in the film. This is not her first always, time playing a robot. Always androids in the alien <laughs> movies, and you can never trust them. Uh, the first time she uh, played as a robot, she was the voice of L337 in the Star Wars film Solo. So she's already been doing some robot voices, and I think we'll get a good performance out of her. Um, ooh, we also had a uh, a rumor leak from a trusted leaky source of a new alien game that is going by the codename Marathon, a survival horror that will be taking inspirations from franchises like Dead Space and Resident Evil. This leak did not reveal who is going to make it, but it is expected to be a high dollar production. 
And that is my news for the day. So that means we're moving on to my universes, which right now I'm only focusing on one universe because we're diving into the DC animated universe. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for y'all's to join us. Uh, on HBO Max, there is a lot of DC animated films. And there are 16 in a continuous universe that go together. And we are going to be talking about them, which is going to be super fun. We're going to be releasing those next. However, there's also some other news because there's like 36 other movies on there that are not in that universe. (laughs) And we're releasing more this year. So if you haven't seen the ones on HBO, boy, howdy, go have fun. If you have already, be excited because there's more coming out. So the first one coming out is called The Doom That Came to Gotham. It's a Batman movie. Is this, this live action or is this animated? So these are all animated. Okay. okay. Continuation. You said there was like 16 films before? In the in the continuous universe. There's other movies. I think there's 36 other ones. Oh, okay. That that are not in that universe. Okay. And so, so in 2023, it's one called The Doom That Came to Gotham. It's it's based on DC Comics uh, published in 2000. I think it's going to be a three-part. There's the Legion of Superheroes, so a lot of intergalactic superheroes. It's going to be a – well, it's a movie based on a TV show. Okay. And so that one's going to be just some exotic superheroes. Lots of spaceships. Lots of spaceships. Look, Justice League War World has been announced. We're not sure what date. War World? Okay. Yeah, because we already had Justice League War. That one's already out. Now we have War World. And this one is a continuation of our 16 uh, movies. Okay. Joe, this is actually fairly new information for me, so I'm geeking out because I didn't know for sure that we were going to extend the universe, so some like me will probably be excited too. And so it's nice to know that universe is going further. So War World is is what's going to be covered next after we cover the 16 that are already out, Joe. Nice. Now, this one I thought would be really excited for you guys. Uh, DC has in the past done crossovers. They've done a Xenoverse versus Batman at one point. So Batman versus mm-hmm. Alien. That's However, so wild. That still blows my mind that they did that. <laughs> uh, they're producing a RWBY, uh, Justice League, TBA. Uh, 2023, so they're going to be a uh, DC versus. What was that code you just spit? Red, out? I, white, blue, yellow. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. what it is. Yeah, but it but it's usually just like usually you just see the 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 four letters right R W B Y, and uh, yeah, it's, okay. a, it's an anime group of girls who kill stuff. I think is about all I know. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're teaming up with that, and so it's going to be an anime. I knew you guys would like that. Okay, and this one I think may be amazing. It, it's going to be a Batman Azteca. So it's going to be Batman's story, but with the Aztecs style. Mm, with their own twists. So that one I'm very excited for. And that's all the news I have. All right. Uh, we hope this has kept you up to date on your universes. Uh, feel free to write in if there's anything major you think we missed or maybe a universe that you would like to be kept up to date on that maybe we're not currently uh, checking as we do our, our news reviews. Um, 
But uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Take care. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends. Uh, Like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. And we actually started a Discord, so come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, If you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. (laughs) Yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week... We add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think about your favorite part of the episode. Now think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.